Hello everyone, welcome to episode 5 of the podcast, the second time we're recording this episode today. I'm still fired up from the first round. Yeah, the first one was so good, but the recording failed, so we're going in a different approach. This one, we're going to be talking, we're just going to be ranting, we're just literally going to chat shit for 45 minutes about things we fucking hate in today's world. Because every now and again, it's very good to vent, I feel. Yes, yes. Uh, first thing, we go, we're going straight into the deep end. Body positivity. Now, okay. nope. I am all for <laughs> supporting people feeling good in themselves, being happy with how they look. And we've we've talked about it before on uh, on here, how important it is to be happy within yourself and not need other people's attention, approval, affection or anything like that to feel good. You need to feel good within yourself. Otherwise, you know, you're going to struggle in life, basically, bottom line. Um, but... Where I do draw the line is when people promote other people being clinically obese and they literally, why would you promote someone taking potentially decades off their life? I just don't get it at all. Like, and some people might be saying, oh, you you know, you're really narrow minded, like thinking like that, you're very stubborn. Well, actually I am really stubborn anyway, but if I'm being, if I'm trying to be body positive towards a friend and they are happy with consuming an insane amount of calories and food and they're happy with just being lazy and putting themselves at risk of getting diabetes increased chance of heart attacks angina lowering their life expectancy asthma all these things why that's not being a good friend do you know what i mean like if you were sat there like not doing any of your running not going to the gym not playing rugby but eating like probably what you do a, now a kilo of pick a mix a kilo of pick a mix what you're eating right now but you've earned that you did a 30k run yesterday yep like it's, it, it is bizarre to me I think it's more prevalent in the female population than it is male but I think that's because females are more supportive of each other than men are it's a, um, a really fucking annoying topic, isn't it? Because I think there's a lot of people in the this kind of podcast industry and PTs and stuff picking up, up up on it at the moment, which is leading to us talking about it because we're further down the the line than they are. But everything that you said, I agree with. There's a difference between uh, body positivity, where you know they just need that that hand, that pat on the back, I guess, that um, that support. And then there's people who are, like you say, clinically obese, morbidly obese, taking years off their lives kind of thing. And you're endorsing that behaviour. You're saying, actually, that's okay. That's not okay. You're wasting the NHS time because you like to eat and drink and not be healthy. Just be healthy. And that's not shaming anyone that's not body shaming anyone that's not uh having to go anyone for not going to the gym it's you're draining the nhs's time from the fact that you like to be a fat fuck just stop it yeah don't do it literally and i think uh we've both shared videos of james haskell recently on instagram and he was on sky sports uh sky news sorry earlier this week talking about how obesity in itself is a pandemic 
We have the highest rate yeah. of obesity in Europe. We're, I think we're only second behind America in the whole world. And diseases like COVID affect unhealthy and oh, unhealthy get people. Me, actually, get me started. Go on. <laughs> they affect unhealthy people more. And now, like you said, it's putting a stress on the NHS, which we're being told is the exact opposite of what we want to be doing at the moment. Um, I mean, it's not what we're going to be doing at any time anyway. But how, I mean, when I was younger, I was a big kid. And all of a sudden, I started, I literally did one session in the gym and I was like, I was addicted. I love it. Now I get, well, you know, Shreddy Kruger, I've been called, like Shreddy Mercury, <laughs> all that. But I understand that <laughs> some people, <laughs> I understand that some people don't like lifting weights. They don't like going to the gym and a gym can be a very intimidating place for a person who mm. is overweight or someone that has never lifted a weight before. Going to the gym is a very intimidating experience. So I understand they don't want to do that, but there are so many other forms of exercise that you can do if you did 30 minutes of walking that is more likely to get you abs than doing a 30 minute get your 10k workout. steps mate yeah that is a lot the bare minimum you want to be doing every day is 10k steps and honestly that is probably a 45 minute walk and then i bet you you'll do another 10k if you're just up and about even if you're working at home get out for a 45 minute walk like yes the weather's a bit shit yeah. sometimes but you know what you feel so much better after you do it um yeah just fucking out Put the fork down. I mean, just reduce your portion size, or not even that. Eat lower calorie foods, but you can still eat yeah. the same amount of volume. It, Exercise basic... and self-control. Stop having yeah. these self-indulgences that are part of the first world. Stay in, stay healthy in terms of not your physique, but in terms of weight, diabetes, heart problems, breathing problems. Uh, endorphin levels with your mental health all of these things eating like shit or not eating enough are detrimental to these things and you know that's the last thing that our NHS needs at the moment just fucking grow up yeah massively I mean I do want to say we are not talking about people that have diagnosed eating disorders either we are talking about people that are genuinely just too fucking lazy yeah. and think that they're too, too entitled to be any different to anyone else just fucking yeah. have a look at yourself and think you could seriously be taking decades off of your life yeah. just because of your sedentary lifestyle. Who and wants to take decades off their money. life? Yeah. I mean, it's just, oh, it annoys me. Just unparamount. And I can tell it annoys you as well, especially your mum working in the NHS. Oh, You've got first-hand first hand view. It, it is bloody annoying because... Um, like you said, we've both been on our own fitness journeys and stuff. I've dropped, uh, I think, around 15, 16 kilos since maybe three, four years ago. Um, like I've got stretch marks, but I've, I've got a, a, an okay physique at the moment. Not where yeah. I want it to be because of running, and that's changing my physique at the moment. So, don't get me wrong, I have been one of these fat people that is only indulgent. So, I'm not just having a dig at someone. I have been in that position where I was using food to to make up for not having good relationships or I just didn't have a good relationship with food kind of thing. I wasn't keeping myself in check. It gave me depression. Luckily, I got a dog that fixed the depression. Um, you know, 
once I got into a routine, going to the gym, going to the gym, exercising, walking, running, endorphins, good things, help your head, make you better in general. The side effects of getting out doing exercise, you lose weight. Makes you feel better, makes you look better, makes everything work better in your body. You're not going to be a drain to the NHS. You know, these are all just, I just, I'm lost for words. And I'm going to repeat what I said in the failed podcast. If you have any issues with what I'm saying about this, do not message me because I don't care. I will delete your messages. I'm just going to leave that there. Message Will on the Instagram page because he loves to hear your... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for the feedback. And yeah, I, I agree with everything you're saying. So if anyone wants to argue with us, they can fucking crack on. You haven't got to listen to this podcast if you don't want to. These are <laughs> our opinions and our, our thoughts. Like, yeah, quite simply, we're doing this because we enjoy it. We're not attacking any individual at all and we would never do that on this podcast but there are there's just a group of people out there that seem to think promoting their mate being 20 stone at the age of 16 is fucking healthy and when they're like five foot two as well now i'm sorry mate if you're not a fucking olympic powerlifter get the fuck in the bin start losing some weight it's just it's so easy to do people think it's so hard and i understand if you if you've been in a a routine for the past 15, 20 years of eating bad food day in, day out. Yes, it is hard to break that routine. I understand that. Now, I'm not saying cut out all shit food. I mean, Josh, you're sat there eating a pick a mix, but you're eating that pick a mix because in the week you track your calories, you know what you're eating. Yeah. And you're eating, in, you were probably at the moment, you're probably eating in a calorie surplus a bit for, to maintain all your running. Yeah, like I'm running 40 kilometers a week kind of thing. I mean, the so, basic mathematic equation is just do more exercise yeah. than what you eat. It's really not hard. It's literally type into Google calorie calculator. It asks you for your height, your weight, and your level of exercise you do a week. It will then tell you how many calories you need that week, you need each day to maintain your body weight and go from there. Just knock off 100 calories off that, eat that for a week. Next week, knock off another 100 calories, and I bet you, you will find... It's so easy. It is so easy to do. A friend of mine has recently started doing this. Yeah, literally tiny little changes. And you think, oh, 100 calories, that's so much. 100 calories is roughly a packet of like Walker's crisps, right? Now, you haven't got to cut out crisps from your diet. 100 calories could mean you have 10 grams less of cereal in the morning, 10 grams less of pasta at lunch, and 10 grams less of... I don't know, whatever for dinner, and that'll work out to your 100 calories. You haven't got to be so strict on yourself to make these changes. And you know what? Once a week, if you want to eat whatever you want to eat, then do it. If you're still eating healthy six days a week, that's better than fucking 90% of the population. Anyway, first rant over. Yeah, just realise that the strain that you potentially put on the NHS could be costing other people's... Have you got any questions yet? Yes, I have. I've had two. Um... Oh, no. The first one is double standards. How annoying are double standards? Is this from a man or a woman? This is from a man, obviously, because double standards work in heavily favour of women. <laughs> now, I think I've had experience of double standards quite a lot. Um, I'm sure you have as well, and I'm sure it happens quite a lot. I'm sure women have had uh, double standards against them. It is prevalent, and it's just fucking annoying. And I think... For me, the classic one for me is if you're in a relationship with a girl, 
that the guy can't have any female mates, but it's fine for the girl to have male mates. Yeah. That is just such horse shit, man. How is that fair on either party? I mean, if you know, if it works the other way around, you know, if you've got a guy telling you you can't be mates with another guy, that I mean, that's just insecure. There's clearly trust issues. That person needs to sort their shit out. If you're that person telling your partner they can't have mates of the opposite sex, just fucking have a word with yourself. You know what's a really basic just... one that annoys me? What's that? Is, um, like, they text you all the time and get pissy if you don't text back. <laughs> yes! But oh, I hate this. But them too much, it's like, why, why can't I have my space? Yeah, and yeah. It's kind of just oh, like, Fuck me, that is annoying. If you're like... Cool. Yeah, in it. The guy always sending the good morning and the good night text and then he never gets one. Like, I won't mention any names, but a friend of mine was saying uh, he recently, in his previous relationship, he would always uh, text his girlfriend in the morning, like, good morning, blah, 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 how'd you sleep? And then uh, one day he just decided not to. And see what she did, and then she texts him like halfway through the afternoon, like, "Why haven't you texted me yet?" <laughs> Hang the fuck on! I'm pretty sure you can text him in the morning yeah. as well. And yeah, why can't you do it? Yeah, it just oh man, so fucking annoying. Um, <laughs> so so annoying. I'm trying to think of other examples where double standards has happened, and I'm pretty sure it only really happens in relationships. Um, or like a catch twenty two I have, which is really annoying. When you're at work, and this is mainly, this is more shown in hospitality sections, I'd say. When you're at work and you do, I'd say you're good at your job, right? Say you're really good at um, just stacking shelves or something. And then you have one bad day where you're not really, you haven't done as much work as normal. You will get so much shit off your boss. Whereas if you work with someone else who is just shit at their job, and then one day they have a really good day and do lots of work. They get so much fucking praise. It's like they got a rainbow coming out of their ass. That really fucks me off. Yeah. And that is, I would class that as double standards. That is really, you know, it's one rule for one and then one for another. I don't get how that is fair at all. Rugby. Let's go rugby. People yeah. telling you you're doing something wrong when it's something they do themselves. Yes. They're more than happy to tell you when you're doing it wrong and identify when you're doing it wrong, but they don't correct it in themselves. They're, ve- they're nope. not self-aware enough. Now, if you were going to pick something up on someone, I am of the personal belief that you have to be whiter than white. You have to be pristine. Because the moment yeah. that you pick someone up for something, if there is anything, my natural response, along with a lot of other people I imagine, is to defend yourself. If you come yeah. at me about something, I am going to come back at you hard. And that, that's just who I am. That's self-preservation. So for when people at rugby pick you up for something, if they do it themselves, bitch going to get slapped. Yeah. And like you said, unless you're white than white, unless you're fucking perfect, yeah. unless you're literally not making a single mistake. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, both of us um, I'm assuming you know you have nothing wrong with someone telling you how to do something. Yeah. Because if I don't know how to do it, then yeah, tell me how to do it, man. But if I'm doing something and you're telling me I'm doing it wrong, you best be fucking the person that created that job. Yeah. Yeah. You better be hundred percent nailing that every time. 
It is fucking annoying, man, when people try and tell you what to do when they ain't got a fucking clue what they're on about. Mate, prime um, example. Throwing the ball in at a lineup. Everyone's got an opinion on that. Honestly, have a go yeah. at doing it game day. Honest to God. Fucking hell. I mean, I, I used to do it when the sixth form, and like, it is fucking impossible, man. Yeah. Let alone the fucking weather conditions of wind and rain, and you got people fucking shouting at you from all sorts, and then you got like people like me in the line out trying to put you off. You get some winger comes up to you said throw it, throw it straight. Like, yeah. Who are <laughs> yeah. you? <laughs> and you got some, some dickhead like me telling you you got the ball the wrong way around. If you can't throw it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the next one? Right. <clears throat> next one, we're going back to offending people. Now, feminism is more prevalent now than it ever has been. I don't have a problem with the feminists that are fighting for equal opportunities, equal pay, equal rights. I completely agree everyone should be treated the same. doesn't matter what gender, who you identify as, what age you are, what colour your skin is, etc. What I do have a problem with is when they take it a step further and say men are the problem for everything. Uh, it's always a man's fault. They And then this whole like movement that is just so stupid when they're like, yeah, men should die. I'm like, well, you're just, you're making yourself look stupid. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Now, what I find really funny, and I had a conversation uh, with a um, female engineer at work about this the other day. She, um, we were working on a robot we had. It's autonomous, but we had to open the door into this robot. Now, the door is really stiff and heavy. And she turned to me, and she's only small. She's only like five foot. She must weigh no more than eight stone. And uh, she was like, oh, can you open this for me? I was like, yeah, not, not, not a problem. I'll do it. And she goes, yeah, it's funny. I always say to my boyfriend, I'm a strong, independent woman. But when it comes to opening a jam jar or a door, I can't do it. Now, to me, that is her like accepting the fact that in this case, she needs a stronger person to do it. She doesn't need a man to do it. But it's just funny that she's saying, you know, how, and everyone, uh, most girls our age, I should say women, sorry, not girls, they say, you know, strong, independent woman, don't need a man to do this, don't need a man to do that. And then all of a sudden, they need a man to do this, they need a man to do that, but they won't admit it. That's the annoying thing. Whereas if I needed a woman to do something, I'd happily fucking admit that. Like, um, I've just recently painted my lounge wall, as I've said in every other podcast episode. And I know that the artists I know, they're all female. Yeah. And I know they'd be better. They'd be better. They've got a better eye for interior stuff. That is just a fact. Like, I'm more than happy to get a woman to come and do this. But when some fucking feminist come and tells me that she's better than a man, they should be treated better than men. That's where I got to draw the line, man. Like, why? Why should you be treated better than a man? And then I'm sure they'll come back saying that all men have been treated better than us, etc. But if you really look into it, it's not as extreme as people think. In the in the terms I, of like the workload. Yeah. We're I gonna really upset people, but I don't care. <laughs> what I really hate is when it's men. You know, it's not just a certain group of men. It's just men. All men. All men and, are the same. And you know, that is, as soon as someone, I see that on anything on social media, men do this, men do that, I instantly, I either see red, fuse goes, not known for having a long fuse, 
Um, yeah. Or just shut off because you know what? If your opinion is gonna, um, if you're gonna throw us all in one bucket, if you're gonna identify us all with one thing, if you're gonna paint us with the same brush kind of thing, I don't give a fuck what your opinion is to be honest, because you're that close-minded, that narrow-minded, that self-centered. You all think we're the same. You know, you're obviously not informed on anything. Your opinion isn't informed by anything factual it's just some kind of gig which is probably to elicit some response along the lines of this where you get a bite back from a man but honestly the moment i see men do this men do that men are the cause of this we're not all the same you and i aren't the same we've got different opinions on things you're a vegan i'm not a vegan yeah People 20 years older than us, completely different states of mind about things than we have. People 30 years older than us, they all voted for Brexit. Wankers. Now that we're leaving. Get that out of the way. Um, you know, yeah. we're not all the same. We don't have the same opinions. We've all been brought up in different environments. We, we all treat people differently. We all interact with things differently. We all have different jobs. We all see things differently. How dare someone accuse all of one group of people of something like the audacity like come on it is it is crazy in that i like, like I, I can't actually put into it's words put in... how angry that i'm like just thinking it i'm seething it it is so it's both frustrating and upsetting that someone would put me in the same category or as someone that would cheat on someone else yeah someone that would physically harm someone else yeah and exactly. i sit there and, and and i think you know i'm sure i've been guilty of saying all girls are the same and I'm, i'd like to think i've grown up since saying that but i think when people say all men are the same they've had two or three bad experiences in their past and then they're automatically saying all men are horrendous yeah. And they're awful and they will all do the same things to that person that they have experienced. When it's just, yes, of course your bad experiences have been with men. So of course you're going to have a, a, a negative uh, perspective on men. But you can't live like that. It's just they so... They look inwardly. They can't just blame. They need to look inwardly as well. That is something. Yeah, and of course... Slopey shoulders blaming someone else for what is probably yeah. an internal issue that they need to identify. And instead of covering it up by getting into a relationship with someone else, constantly not dealing with their own personal shit by just distracting it with something else, they're never going to deal with it. They're going to have problems for the rest of their lives. They're going to have problems down the line. Take a bit of time. Said this in the first or second podcast. Take a bit of time. Figure yourself out. Figure out your own head before you then start chucking around all men, all women, all of this group, all of that group, all of that colour, this colour, this gender, this relationship type stop it yeah i uh i just would like to say obviously we are not talking about anything like physical abuse or anything like that we are no. simply talking about just you know just everyday problems that someone would have and then they are just blaming a man for it i would like to just put that out there right now obviously neither yeah. of us condone abuse or anything like that we are not putting that into this no. discussion that, that has nothing to do with this discussion. I just want to say that. Because I know we do have quite a lot of female listeners. So I just want to make sure that is cleared up. That we are not And that does go that both ways. 
I am. Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Saying that men say all women. You've had a bad, ex- yeah. bad experience with a couple of women. You cannot say all women. That's that's also... That's the, that's the exact thing that I'm saying. I'm, I know I said it from a man's perspective. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A woman's perspective saying about men. But it goes every single which way. You cannot just tarnish one group. No matter gender, all those other things I said. You cannot tarnish one group with these aspersions. It just... Yeah. Oh. It just, there's no logic. I can't It's like, you know what? You know what it's like? It is like when everyone says that rugby players are lads. They are they just mess about with girls. They cheat. They drink each other's piss. I'm not saying any they of these things aren't sometimes. true. Sometimes, yeah, there's, these happen on rare occasions when there's a yeah, celebration it's or only something. Sometimes, uh, <laughs> it's not gay. It's rugby. Yeah. Now, what I do have a problem with is if someone's got a problem with like a rugby player, they've got that stereotype. Instead of it's saying havoc. Because I've introduced myself to people before that I haven't met, and they're like, "Oh, what do you know? What do you do?" Blah blah blah. So I tell them like, "Oh yeah, and I like to play rugby on the weekends for like my local town." Straight away they're like, "Oh, you're a rugby player, are you?" I'm like, "Right, well, clearly you want to fight." Because how the fuck? Our own person. How can you judge me? Where someone says, "Oh, you're a dirty rugby player." Remember that? (laughs) Yeah. Their friend had a bad experience with a dirty rugby player, and I was that dirty rugby player. Yeah. And that will stem from a lie. It's Maybe just, this is what it baffles me. Living in a small community. <laughs> yeah, small town mentality. Especially as well. I just, Have you had any more questions? Yeah. Uh, I haven't, no. Someone has sent me a funny one night stand story, though. Oh. Yeah, that that I am just. It is a man, yeah. I will just get up now. Um, you, know, you should discuss as well. Um, someone we know saying single things for newly single men. Yeah, we never picked up on that one. Right, let I'll, I'll read this story. Yeah. So first of all, you're, you're a dickhead if you think all rugby players are the same. Just want to put that out there. Yeah, we're all handsome. Uh, right, but that's it. Yeah, that's the only the only correlation between all of us is that we're all really handsome. Yeah. Now, uh, this comes in from a listener, and it says so. When I was at university, I was on a normal Thursday night out in Cheltenham. Propaganda night, uh, really liked the music. Anyway, I can't remember much of it. I woke up in some bloke's living room with two other girls. Ooh. What makes it even weirder is they were apparently watching Fools and Horses from the time we got back to the flat to the time I woke up. Here's the worst part. I'd been out in Cheltenham and this house was in the middle of Gloucester. Basically next to G- GL1. Absolute <laughs> shithole. I had to get back to Cheltenham, so this geezer took me back, clearly still off his head. Still don't know to this day if I shagged any of them or if we had a foursome. Wow. That is horrendous. Wow. I, I mean, jumping from either of them to a foursome, he might have got bummed. Yeah, well, quite, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. You're missing out on the key it, interaction there. Yeah. But anyway, that was just a funny story. I thought we should share. Was he on the uh, Well, he doesn't mention that, but maybe he didn't know he was. Maybe we can ask him. He could have been. I don't even know that. Anyway, what did uh, what do you want to talk about? Listener, uh, single things, <laughs> single newly single people. Oh yeah, yeah. What should we do? 
Yeah, well, me and Hattie tried to touch on it, but we didn't really. We just started talking about dating apps and how shit they are. Yeah, that's that's also fair. You... Being newly single, I think in a pandemic is quite hard, yeah. and at the same time, probably quite beneficial because you're not going to go out and make dumb decisions. You're well, almost you shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't be going out. Um, also, if there wasn't a pandemic and you just and you're newly single, you probably should be going out and making bad decisions anyway. But what was I going to say? But yeah, don't because sorry because you're forced to stay in and be a, at one with your own thoughts. It can be quite a bad experience. Yeah. But on the on the plus side, if it's going to force you to accept that that relationship is over and that you need to now be okay with yourself on your own you don't want to rush into a new relationship and just cover up a problem that you haven't faced or that you haven't yeah. resolved uh, you don't want to run from your problems uh, because that's not going to help either they're just going to come back later and potentially ruin a new relationship whether that be it could be friendship could be a intimate relationship could be f- with family um you have to yeah we're, we're lucky at the moment like you say to be to be stuck indoors meant to be um yeah so you you're able to to have those conversations with yourself about why that relationship ended and instead of rushing into anything else and like you said and like i've said just now rushing into things and ultimately distracting yourself you, you're able to really take that time and focus on yourself for a bit and i know we said it on one of the early episodes it's good to have that self time to get to know yourself and to figure things out and understand what you want from a relationship um or just a friendship or realize you don't want to be in a relationship it's i actually had this discussion with my mum the other night why do we feel like we have to be in relationships it's some kind of social convention that's been created where people feel like they have to be in a relationship to be a successful person or successful functioning member of society now, I think that's the reason why so many people get into relationships uh, for such a long time that they aren't necessarily completely happy in. Um, I completely agree. It's a social thing, isn't it? Yeah, you're told... A society, as, as a society. Hmm. Yeah. You know, you, you've got to be in a relationship by this age. You should have done this by that age. You should own a house by this age. You should yeah. be thinking about being married at this age. And it's just, why are you letting someone dictate your life? Why are you letting someone get into your head and tell you, oh, I should be in a relationship by now? Is it, why am I not in a relationship? Is it my fault? Is it the way I look? Yeah. Is it the way I am? Blah, blah, blah. Like that'll, that will just fuck your head up massively. Uh-huh. So don't listen so, to society. When I came out of my last proper relationship, I've been in a relationship for almost four years. Um, I really enjoy taking that time to, to focus on going to the gym, getting into the, yeah. the, the fitness. And I'm not talking physique, I'm talking about general fitness around playing rugby that I want, that I felt like I needed to be in, um, focus on my career. So I, I moved jobs within that time a couple of times and I'm now in a really sturdy job where I, I'm working my way at the ladder kind of thing. And that's all been in that time off the back of that. Um, it's really nice to be able to do things off the cuff. Like, out of nowhere, someone will be like... 
that is such a, a big part of being single, isn't it? Yeah, like, if someone's just like, even if it's something as small as let's go for a beer, you don't actually have to check with anyone. You don't have to run it by anyone. You can just go, yeah, actually, I do want to do that. Or when your mate says, right, let's go away for the weekend. Let's just drive somewhere, get an Airbnb. Let's go on holiday somewhere. You don't have to run these things by someone. Now, these are very selfish sounding things, but everyone deserves that opportunity. I'm not saying every man, every woman, everyone should be able to do those things. Like, there's a time and a place to be with someone. I 100% agree with you. There is a time and a place where you are in a relationship with someone to to, uh, kind of make your lives better together and bring something additional to your lives. But you got to know who you are before you get into that place. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Ruby Tour's the best one. Like you said, that's... that's... <laughs> yeah, fucking hell, yeah. Um, it's almost like when you are out, you don't have to worry that you are upsetting your partner by not being at home or whether you haven't texted them in a... Yeah you know, fast enough or you haven't let them know when you're coming home because quite simply you don't know when you're going to come home. It's all yeah. these things that, and you know, you could argue that, well, if you're meant to be with that person, they would understand all these things. And yeah, I, I would agree. They they would. They would understand that you just want to go out sometimes with your mates and not with them. And this works both ways, by the way, for girls. And I could tell you now, if I had a girlfriend of, say, three or four years, she'd turn around and say, we had no plans that night. She said, oh, I'm going out for a few drinks with girls. I'll be like, all right, sound. That means I got a night in on my own. Yeah. I think, you know, people overthink that, but at the same time, like you said, you're 100% right that you can just do things off the cuff without having to worry about anyone else. And yeah, it's selfish, but at the end of the day, if you're if you're single, then you've only got to worry about yourself. And You hear so much about people who crave their alone time when they're in a relationship. Get into a relationship with someone that understands that from the start. Fucking hell, man. Like, yeah, I think for me and you, it's it's important for us to get our alone time because, you know, I, I've lived on my own for quite a while. I've been single for, uh, you know, the best part of three years. And for yourself, you've been single for that long time. You're used to that alone time and you enjoy it. And then to be in a relationship where you're spending three four days maybe more with someone all of a sudden can be a bit like this isn't my usual routine i want more time on my own you know it's it's a perfectly normal thing to to feel i think and i think you're right in saying that finding someone that understands that is it's probably half the task anyway yeah be open Um, about it from the start be honest about everything yeah like straight up and I think it's taken it's taken me a while to realise that you do at the start of a relationship, don't waste time. Don't waste yeah. two or three months getting to know someone and at the end of those three or four months you think, fucking hell, this ain't gonna work and now I'm three or four months in with someone and it's just gonna be shit. And by the way, we are talking on both female and male sides here. If you know you no woman, no man should be wasting three or four months of their life, of a young life as well just thinking oh maybe yeah but what if what if you know in one month he changes no find out at the start what he wants what he's all about find out at the start what she wants what she's all about 
And then you can both say, look, I don't think this is going to work. We could give it a go, but then we'd both be just wasting time. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I think people are afraid to say that. And I can understand it's not an easy conversation to have. But at the same time, I'd rather have a shit 10-minute conversation than waste four months. People seem to be afraid my... of being alone. They do. They hate it. We know people that can't be alone. Well, we had this conversation this morning, didn't we? Um, yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, and it, it's... I can remember being in that place when I... The person that I was in a relationship with when we first broke up. And you suddenly don't have that person to text all day long. And it is really tough. But that's... shit. That's when you... You have to remember the friends you've got kind of thing. And you've got to realise that your friends are there for that purpose too. And like yeah. you and I talk about all kinds of shit all day long. Um, and a lot of people I think that get into relationships for too long, too early and aren't really happy. They don't really have that support network. And make, it's just yeah. make sure you build that support network and then look to be in a relationship if you think it's right. Just don't, don't just be in a relationship with someone because it's meant the right thing to do or whatever just because yeah. sure you, you think it's was... gonna like make your lives together better i think that's the key thing to take from this mini segment is <laughs> don't don't settle and we said it before haven't we don't yeah. settle for someone and uh, we're not talking about looks or anything like that we're talking about if someone's not going to enhance your life mm. why are they in your life I mean, you don't want, you don't need people holding you back in your early to mid twenties because they're selfish or because they just sort of don't really offer you anything, and they're just there because you need a bit of company. Trust me, no company is better than bad company. Like, yeah. definitely. Yeah, it's just anyway. That was a really serious segment, so now we're gonna get back to offending people. Um, what's your opinion on OnlyFans? As if you're doing this. <laughs> and would you have a girlfriend? Would you be with someone if they had an OnlyFans? Has, has she asked you this or have you seen this on Instagram? No, I've seen uh, a good friend of mine has done an interview yeah. with someone and I re- I can't wait to listen to it, to be honest, because I'm really intrigued by it. Because I think there is a huge miss... What's the word uh misassumption or something like that of people that do yeah. only fans or let's say um sex work as it's called in the sex industry yeah um would you hey, date someone if they yeah. had an only fans if they were upfront about it from the start yeah yeah i completely agree is that i think it's such exactly and it is such a good way to make money yeah and i think if you forget about what type of work it is Right, for a second, forget about that. Let's just talk about the fact that technically you're pretty much running your own business. Yeah. Right? And that takes a lot of fucking... Well, I don't know what. It takes a lot of fucking balls. It takes a lot of fucking brains to do. Yeah. So fair fucking play. If you're going to start that business when you're young and you're going to make good fucking money off of it, then why wouldn't you? I've said this openly before. If there was a bigger audience for males, I would be straight on OnlyFans. Yeah, straight on it, mate. But I, we joke but about it, unfortunately, we? that's the thing. Yeah, but like, unfortunately, it isn't the the male body isn't sexualized as much as the female body is. Simple as that. Yeah. It, it's, and that's uh, why there isn't a big demand for it. 
No, it, there's a market for it. If if you're gonna be with someone that's gonna do it, if they're doing it from the start. No, what am I saying? If they're already doing it and they tell you, cool. If you're in a relationship, if you're in an actual relationship with someone and they want to start doing it, you'd expect to have an adult conversation about that because it's like any job. If you were going to move jobs, you'd probably talk to your partner about it before you did it. Yeah, of course, absolutely, because their their opinion and their they might have a different outlook on it, and they could weigh up the positives and the negatives a bit differently than you could. End of the day, um, for the most part of people who do it, it's just pictures. And most yeah, people it is. put these pictures on Instagram anyway. Like, yeah, and they're actually being smart enough to charge for it. So now they're going to make some money from it. Fair fucks to them. Yeah, quite. Yeah, I agree so much, man. And I like, like I said, I'm fucking jealous. I'd love to do it. Before yeah. the pandemic, before the pandemic here, I had a job as a buff butler, and I literally had one month of solid work every Friday, Saturday night, two hours each. Um, butler in the buff, twenty five quid an hour. And someone nice. said to me, I said, oh, yeah, I was back working at the pub when I got this job and someone said to me like oh aren't you a bit like afraid of uh people like touching you or like anything like that and i'm like well first of all they're not allowed to do that that's in the yeah. the whole description of the job and if they do i'd like to think that i'm mature enough to handle myself and i think in in that sort of line of work in the sex industry you've got to be thick-skinned and you've got to be, be able to um, zone people out you know you're yeah. going to get so much shit for doing it you are going to get so much shit people are going to try and degrade you say you know call you all, all sorts of names and everything but at the end of the day you're making 10 pound because someone's fucking looking at a picture of you in a bikini i think yeah. you're the one that's that should be laughing yeah um you know i thought well that's my 10 pence about only fans i think fucking crack on and do it because you could yeah. make such good money you can make a living out of it it can be your full-time job any man that would have an issue with a girl doing it has a possession problem a tiny penis yeah but yeah um has some kind of possession problem with some kind of <laughs> i don't know issue with yeah no i agree issue. um yeah but maybe trust issue as well that i saw the term men, meaning all men, thrown around. That's one of the places I saw it. Yeah. Is men having an opinion about something. Now, that's where it's not fair. Some men, not all men. It's always some. You can't just say men as a generic term. Because yeah, you're rolling a lot of people into that. You're rolling in... I mean, that, I just go for it. You're going to roll in gay men having the same opinion as a home uh, a homophobe. They don't yeah. have the same opinion about fuck all, if I'm honest. No. Of so you course. can't just say men. Like, that's, that's and I think the No, the ironic thing is those those men that are uh, degrading of uh, women doing OnlyFans and stuff like that and the ones that are making these derogatory comments. Uh, nine times out of ten are the type of people that would pay for shit like that. Yeah, uh, I, I subscribe to it. Yeah, I use I use shit in the um in a general term, not as in your pictures of shit. Um they yeah, they are the ones that are like that and it's just like oh it baffles me that you can be so close minded about it. Quite frankly, I think it's just quite jealous and quite yeah. Neanderthal like, to be honest. Yeah. This is a modern world. This is the 
dawn of technology. Fucking hell, I mean, we're in the... Yeah, isn't it? Do what you want. If you're going to make 10 quid because someone paid to see one picture of you, fuck me. You should put loads of pictures up then. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm stealing my friend's podcast idea there. But um, I just wanted to get your opinion on that. And uh, clearly you have the same thing. If I was with someone and they did OnlyFans, fucking crack on. And if someone made comments to me, I'd be like, yeah, you just paid £10 to see a picture of her in a bikini, but I get to see it for free. So, yeah. see you later. Anyway, um, what should we talk about next? No more questions? Dating apps? No, nah, no more questions. I'll tell you what we could talk about, and this will annoy people. Some answers on dating apps, some people have the worst chat I have ever heard, and nine times out of ten, <laughs> actually, it's a bit rude of me to assume that, I'd say seven times out of ten, girls have worse chat than blokes. Uh, now, you know what really pisses me off is on Hinge. What? Um, yeah, I was going to say this. <laughs> what are you, you going to say? I'm going to say, if you like a girl's picture, and then they don't respond to it, they do. They invite you to start the chat. Well, I've just liked your picture. But at least you can do <laughs> and say hi. Like, fuck <laughs> me. <laughs> I was going to say, cause... yeah, I do the same, to be honest. I mean, I get pretty bored on dating apps anyway I'll just do it for the, the social I've never met anyone from a dating app anyway to be fair <laughs> I was going to say um, so on Hinge in as well as your photos obviously you have questions you can answer yeah. um, as like a quirk so it could be like um, give me travelling tips for and then you put in a country you know uh, and one of mine is like the question is what I'm looking for and I just put I think like I don't have a clue or something like that whatever anyway Nine times out of ten, the question that a girl will have is, I will fall for you if, and then I swear to fucking God, right, every single girl writes the answer, if you tri- if you trip me up, yeah, something like that. It's like fucking hell, get some better chat. I mean, everyone puts it, and I'm, you know what, I'm sure guys are probably the same on those apps as well, they've probably got the same answers. But oh, the other one, the other one, fucking... What am I competitive about? And then they just reply That's what I was about everything. To say. Everything. What? You're clearly not competitive about everything. Like, honestly, well, man. Have... Get... So I, I had this the other day. I've got that in mind, and it says, "What are you competitive about?" And I said, "Mine is basically everything I try and do. It's something like that." Yeah. And so, some girl's profile that liked it. She commented on it. Said, "You're a basic bitch if you put everything in the competitive answer on Hinge." That was her reply to one of the questions. And then she's liked and commented on that being my one, saying, "Oh, I found another <laughs> one." She literally said, "Oh, I found another one." Like, what is going through your head to think that I am going to accept that like? Yeah, that was a big fat <laughs> fuck off. Like, that was yeah. just, I hit X. I think you twat. This is like, this goes back to a bit of like people degrading each other, and she's basically yeah. just calling you a basic bitch hmm. just because she thinks it's funny. And it's like, well, that's just dead chat, really. You could, you yeah, could ask that, me more specific just... things. Well, yeah, I literally have on my profile pictures of us in Snowden in our budgie smugglers. 
one of my answers is uh, I've raised, I've helped raise twenty two grand for charity in the last year. Like I've actually yeah. got decent talking points, and then she's picked that and called me a basic bitch. Like who she's do you just think insulted you, are? you to your face. Yeah, who literally. Do you, think you are. <laughs> I mean, there's a time and place for like insults in relationships, and I strongly believe if you can have banter with your other half, then you're gonna have a very good relationship. Yeah. But the first thing, the first line you say to someone else, I'm not. I strongly recommend you do not insult them. Um, mm. And this is for guys as well. Because I'm sure all guys do is they just put hey with a kiss or something like that. Or it's <laughs> like, you know, what have you been up to? Well, we're in a pandemic, mate, so not much. Like, fuck you know. <laughs> yeah, literally. Or like, what are you up to? But W-U-U-T. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking you know. Get out of the MSNDs. But yeah, that, uh, that, fuck, that just pisses me off. Like, I've probably, some people probably be like, well, you've got dead chat. I'm like, yeah, I have, but at least I chat about actual things and I don't just kill the conversation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If someone's going to, like, kill the conversation or, like, ghost me, I'd rather you just fucking unmatch me so that I know straight away. Also, people's perception of dead chat really annoys me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? Because you're not talking about sex 24 7, or you must have yeah, dead chat. Because I'm not talking about shoving class AIDS up my nose and down my throat, I've got dead chat. Yeah, sorry, I want to have an intellectual conversation. Yeah, sorry, I've got a history degree and I'm actually interested in it. Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. oh, I actually have a person. <laughs> yeah, I actually have a personality trait that isn't drugs. <laughs> um, we're just atting everyone in Dursley here. We can, I tell you what, yeah, we can, uh, we can do uh, an episode on small town mentality that actually has been requested by someone. So uh, it would be interesting to do that. Um, cool. And if pe- yeah, people aren't aware, so uh, sorry, go on. I was just gonna say, if people aren't aware what small town mentality is, I'm talking about a town such as Thursley that we would classify as quite small, just a commuters town, and people think they're the top dog in it. People think that they are a big deal in this town, when in reality, the biggest deal is probably the mayor that you see once a year. Don't do fuck all. Um, yeah. I went to a, it's just, a union in a small town as well, so I've got two perspectives on it. Yeah, basically yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, we'll do an episode on that. But this episode was basically us just ranting and raving, basically. Um, and I think it was very successful. Please, if anyone has a problem with anything we said, do message me. Don't message Josh. I'm happy message to talk Will, about don't everything. Yeah, and you message the, the page as well. Fuck off. Yeah, quite literally, I'll probably do the same too. Um, but yeah, I think to summarise... When, when the pubs are open, don't come and talk to me about it then either. I will spill you. No, no, pub time is not podcast time. If we wanted to do that, we would do a pubcast. Are we going to do these um, face-to-face in person when we're allowed? Yeah, I've got two microphones. <laughs> and then we can actually record it and like put it on YouTube or something. Um, which would be good. <laughs> we um, have a like, casting couch. <laughs> I actually have a black sofa as well. This is gonna be amazing. We can just have us in the sofa, and then I'll just hire like twenty guys to stand behind us, looking ominous. That's quite a taxi as well. <laughs> oh, don't! I looked at getting a black cab last night, and the insurance is too much. Oh, just for that's the a shame. just for the fact I could stick a fake taxi sticker in the back. <laughs> yeah, it's too much money. I have tried, but. I might do it one day, but uh, yeah. But yes, to summarise this episode, um, 
stop being fat and putting a strain on the NHS when in reality stop it <laughs> just stop it if you haven't got a, an eating disorder I was going to say I say as I'm about to drink a litre of chocolate milk um, <laughs> if you haven't got an eating disorder or a mental health issue that affects your uh, relationship with food you have no excuse to stop taking years off your life um, it's selfish. End of. Um, more summarization. You should be learn to be okay by yourself before getting in a relationship. Don't use a relationship to hide your problems, to cover them up, to run away from all of the above. It's yeah, not in work. all seriousness, it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. Now, if you want is... to speak to me about that, I am always here to have serious conversations around that kind of thing. I am, yeah, and that, that that's what this podcast is about. I am good at listening. <laughs> you are, you are actually, to be fair. <laughs> but yeah, that's what that's what this podcast was set up to all be about, is to raise awareness of not being okay in mental health, not just in men. I know I've targeted at men, but we actually have a massive female audience as well, which is really nice to hear. Um, Two out of five is so, there. Yeah. <laughs> my mum and my nan opposed to my granddad. And <laughs> Your mum and my, my dad. <laughs> yeah um yeah if honest in, yeah, in all seriousness if there are any problems like that if anyone just wants to chat me and josh are always here for a talk we are very very happy to do that with anyone be a stranger or a good friend whatever that may be um more summarization if you want to do only fans fucking do only fans man go get yourself some money just do it don't listen to what other people are saying people are going to drag you down people are going to berate you and call you horrible things but at the end of the day you would be the one laughing when you're sat in a Range Rover at the age of fucking 25 with no mortgage on your house. Um, what else did yeah, we talk about? The oh, yeah. The just do it. Yeah, just do it. Uh, not all rugby players are the same. Not all men are the same. Not all women are the same. Do not cast one opinion upon an entire gender. Um, it doesn't work but like that. we are all handsome. Apart from the fact we are all devilishly good looking um and yeah have a great week local business shout out of the week i've already done this once i'm going to do it again it goes to froster fair froster farm shop run by the lovely pinkers um quality family quality products josh you swear by their stuff you order it all the time they have been more than helpful and accommodating with us especially on our cotswold way challenge they came and did multiple drop-offs of medicine food water we could not have done it without them i can't so, yeah, say probably enough of them to be honest um yeah they are amazing we've already done this but i'm happy to talk about them as much as i can they do special orders for me with um minced turkey breast like last minute they're happy to do that during lockdown they've been delivering everything to people's houses it's not just meat it's local veg as well and puppy tom sauces and all that good stuff so yeah cannot thank them and promote them enough if i'm honest yeah yeah so if you can if you can afford it go to your frosted farm shop get your fruit and veg get your meat all their stuff is just world class to be honest um yeah that's coming from a vegan um (laughs) lockdown is hopefully on its way to an end I've already booked festival tickets. Josh, I know you're going to a Sevens, a Rugby Sevens festival. Hopefully, I'll be coming to some as well. But this is all on 
the precaution that people maintain the rules and stay to the rules. Don't fucking break the rules when we are this close to getting out of what would almost be a two-year pandemic. Um, for everyone's mental health, physical health and well-being, I think we, we just need to get out of this pandemic as soon as we can. The roadmap is there, as Bojo says. So let's just stick to the rules. Everyone stay inside, stay safe, stay sexy. See you all next week.